Welcome to Wealth Building Wednesdays, where we center black women and BIPOC-owned businesses, highlight opportunities and initiatives for underrepresented entrepreneurs, and center socially innovative enterprises, building generational prosperity, fostering real networking, and recycling black dollars. It's Wealth Building Wednesdays on KBLA Talk 1580. And all my beer drinkers and entrepreneurs, this is uh, this is your moment on a Wealth Building Wednesday. I'm so pleased to uh, welcome in the owners of a company called uh, Crown and Hops, um, T.O. Hunter. He's a COO and head of brewing operations for Crowns and Hops. Uh, he's a craft beer connoisseur, a recipe designer, a brand community manager, and an activist for racial equity in the craft beer space. He's also a Howard University alumni. Also, um, Benny Ashburn, CEO and co-founder of Crowns and Hops Brewing Company, black-owned craft beer brand in Inglewood, California. Uh, she started out in advertising, brand marketing, and ex- successful executive producer and creative strategist for f- folks like Beats by Dre, Ogilvy, and more. Uh, she is a Spelman College alumni, and uh, she, along with her partner, are According to Time Magazine, changing the face of beer. Um, welcome, uh, Benny Ashburn and T.O. Hunter. What is going on, Dominique? What is going on? Um, do beer and rain go well together? <laughs> beer goes well with do. everything. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know, I, I first of all, let me say congratulations. Um, it's nice that you're getting the recognition. I have, you know, been reading a bit about your brand. Um, so let's let's start with the um, with the actual beer itself. Teal, what you know, you said you're you're a beer connoisseur, and obviously, you're just not talking about you know your days as a bison. I mean, this is a uh, this is a you know an art. Talk to me about. Um, what that means and, and how um, how it impacts your product. Absolutely. Well, well first and foremost, let, let me say thank you for, for having us. Um, one, I'm, I'm born and raised in Los, Los Angeles, and uh, being on 15 K-day, 1580 K-Day is a dream come true. Yeah, I knew it through all of its iterations. So that said, thank you. Um, you know, I think one of the things that Benny and I both really lean on being HBCU alumni is that we really felt armored to really take on the challenge of being um, one of the only Black-owned breweries in the country. Um, I, I think one of the things that we're, we're taught to do is to really focus on driving change um, in, in a climate that may not be the, the, most, the most equitable, um, the most friendly, um, and to do it with grace. Um, so, so, you know, hats off to all, all of the, the HU and the Spellman uh, professors and, and, and another alumni that really help us with that, with that goal. Yeah, well, that, um, I, I did not attend an HBCU, but many of my brothers and sisters did, and uh, that, that network is real. Um, <laughs> I, I have you, seen you're the, you're the HBCU of K-Day. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if we're talking about that kind of HBCU, I've had many, but um, talk to me about, you know, I mean, in this kind, uh, Benny, in this in this environment um, that Tio is describing, which is many businesses, but I, I think beer is, ironically, a very, and, and liquor in general is very uh, wide dominant space. 
um, and you being a Spelman person and a marketing person, talk to me about, you know, finding that niche and being able to brand yourself in a space that's not necessarily welcoming. Yeah, absolutely. So out of 10,000 breweries in the U.S., um, only about 60 are Black-owned, and, and that's less than 1% out, out of, in the industry, which is, which is quite fascinating as there are so many diverse beer drinkers in, in the community. And I think our approach was to not necessarily just push alcohol, but to create a brand that had purpose, that had meaning, that had a mission, that was about community, um, that was about educating people about um, positive ways to consume alcohol um, and, and, and not abusing it, which we often find sometimes uh, in our neighborhoods. So for us, it was really important to create and curate safe spaces for people to gather, to have conversations, to spend time with your family uh, in an environment where you can still be an adult and, and, and have a good time. And I think that was the most important part of who we were and how we connected with our customer in a way that I think you found most beer brands weren't doing at the time. Mm. And that sounds good on paper, but I know it wasn't easy. <laughs> not, not at all. I think one of the things that we used to our advantage, to be quite frank, was social media. Um, you know, we, we started this brand or actually the idea of just bringing a more diverse audience to craft beer, um, you know, around 2016. Um, and, uh, you know, we really started by just really uh, cultivating a community, not necessarily in spaces that were white dominant, but ultimately we would bring the craft beer experience to barbershops and to, to, um, to, to streetwear uh, shows and, and do private events, you know, to where we were able to do tastings and really showcase the product um, in the community, in our community, in a way to where people can be authentic and not feel like they had to assimilate to the, to the status quo. So that really allowed us to, to really just show up authentically and to ask for the community to do the same. And that was one of our major points of differentiation. So when we were able to launch our products in 2000, ironically, the same year as the pandemic, um, we already had 2020. Yeah. Built in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, we had an audience that was built in and that was ready. And I think one thing we can all admit is that 2020 wasn't the year where people stopped drinking. No, that's true. That is very true. Well, you guys, I mean, I, I, you know, you guys clearly are leaning into the blackety blackness of your blackety blackness. I mean, you've got a, a beer called HBCU, DDH Hazy IPA. You've got a beer called Lamert Park Sun. Um, and it says right on, you guys have a lot of beers. And it says right on the uh, label, <laughs> crafted for change. How is that, you know, how is that branding a mama's punch? I mean, you know, it says Inglewood, California, in case you were confused. How is that working for you? Um, and, and clearly you're not, you know, trying to um, do some kind of general market dodge. No, I think, no, I, I think you know, the, oh, go ahead, Tia. No, I was going to say, I think we um, have been entering uh, a, an opportunity that I think has been missing in, in the beverage space uh, for a very long time. Um, even though we lean into um, our, our culture, you know, which we would say is probably the, the number one 
moniker. The one, the number one thing that we do, uh, the industry has used our culture for generations. Um, but what we, we have not seen is ownership in these particular industries. And um, we have the saying being owner, not a, not an ornament. And, and, <laughs> you know, that really at, at a time where people, can search and identify exactly who owns these companies, we have an opportunity to lean into it with our authentic, our authentic selves. And, and that, that is, is such a, an incredible opportunity for, for Benny and I both who have built brands for other people, for other ideas, for other IPs using our culture, but not necessarily serving our culture. What we're attempting to do and what we're doing now is we're actually um, living, living and creating black history as we build this brand. Yeah. And, and it's a super exciting time to, to be able to do that and, and to do it, help others do it as well. Inglewood juice. Okay. So uh, talk hey. to me, talk to me about, um, you know, uh, how we find this beer. Um, you know, it's, it's beer season. I mean, Super Bowl Sunday, if I want to have black owned beer, um, and, you know, at my party, talk to me about how I find this beer, what beers, I'm sure you're going to say we recommend all of them, but what beers <laughs> would you recommend? Um, I see you have, it's, you know, it's on, it's on Drizzly. You can get it from Craft Shack, Reserve Bar and Go Puff online. But what about if we want to, you know, pick it up in person or if we are, you know, just interested in supporting black owned beer? Absolutely. I think, um, the, the great thing about craft beer is there's always something for, for anyone. There's so much variety in it. It's not just one thing, which is so great, which is why we, we made it a point to offer uh, a few varieties. So when you look at our core package, we have eight trills, which is just a clean, crisp lager, perfect for Super Bowl Sunday, or the dopest hazy IPA, which gives you tropical hey. notes of stone fruit and guava and... You know, it goes, you know, perfect with wings or, you know, anything like that. I think you can get our beers at Whole Foods uh, in SoCal and in Northern California, primarily in California. We're also at BevMo. We're at Total Wines. Um, and then locally in, in SoCal, you can go to Hank's Mini Market or Ulta Bottle Shop to, to get any of our beers. But for anyone not in California, as you mentioned, you can order it online um, at craftshack.com. That's probably the best way to get our beer sent directly to your home so you don't even have to go outside. Just have it sent directly to you and get ready for the game. Mm, you guys got and, 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 Go ahead. Yeah. And one of the things I will say is, um, you know, obviously one of the biggest things that anybody could do to support us is is to buy us and patronize our product out in the market. Um, but but it's not all peaches and cream, you know, for our business. The best way for us to really succeed is for us to have a brick and mortar. And that, that's been a pretty huge challenge, especially in this climate, uh, not only to find investment dollars, but to find black investment dollars. Mm. Um, it, it, it's, mm. it's, it's sometimes difficult, especially in industries to where people have not traditionally invested in black entrepreneurs um, and, and, and industries like our own. So it is a challenge that we're constantly faced with. Um, the one thing that will help us in that challenge is for people to clear the shelves of Crowns and Hops uh, Brewing Company beer. Um, that helps us create a metrics and a case study for, for people to, to trust the fact that their gut is telling us that we're, we're on to something big. Mm. Groundsandhops.com is the um, website for the beer. And that you actually have a beer locator 
or you can actually find the c- closest place to sit down and have um, Crowns and Hopsa. I see Harold and Bells is on here as is Post and Beam for those oh, in Los yeah. Angeles. You guys, uh, you know, clearly have crossed your T's and dotted your I's to be able to be in retailers like BevMo and, and Whole Foods, which I know is is more than a notion uh, to get into. So, I mean, it seems that investment and expansion um, would follow, but it sounds like what you're saying, um, Tio, is that's not a given. 100% no, that's, right. That's, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Benny. It's definitely not a given. I think, um, you know, you, you, you still have to keep working. And I think that's one thing as an entrepreneur that you don't really take account for is that you're always raising money as you grow and the demand becomes, becomes more. So we are extremely grateful and excited that the products are on the shelf and people are looking for them and, and want them. But in order for us to grow, we need the support of the community to keep things going and to potentially find more investment to really get our brick and mortar open and create a space where we can come together and pour a pint in our community. Pour a pint. Um, and it's a black-owned, woman-owned, and veteran-owned business. Uh, you did 14 years in the Army, uh, T.O., so, you know, and HBCU-owned. I mean, I don't think that's a category, but it should be. Um, so, um, you know, I, I, I just, I really want to congratulate you. Um, Benny, what is crowns and hops? What does that mean? Crowns and hops is is meant to... We, we, well, we did two things. Crowns is meant to remind you that you are always deserving of the very best. Wear your crown. Own your crown is our tagline. Um, and then hops. We wanted to put that into the name as it is part of uh, how you make beer. And there are still people that don't really understand what beer is and how beer is made. So we wanted to make sure we had that in the name so yeah. you really understood what it is you're drinking. Well, congratulations to you both. Um, and I, you know, I'll, I'll ask, uh, you know, Tio before we get out of here for some beer pairings. I, you know, I don't know if you do pairings like wine. I'm not, I'm more of a wine drinker than a beer drinker, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to definitely try crowns and hops. So what, what, you know, what's my Super Bowl pairings that you would suggest? Well, 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 well I'd be remiss by not, not, not bringing our flagships back out. Um, you know, Benny, I think nailed it. You know, beer and wings just go together so well. Any um, kind of beer. But we also have <laughs> <laughs> any kind of beer. Okay. But, but we also um, were fortunate enough to win a double gold best in, in show medal for our Slay Stout, which is brewed with pecans, maple, and vanilla. And um, it, it is a phenomenal beer that goes incredible with deep flavors, with chilies. Um, with anything that, that, that you want to go pound for pound with on flavor, that's typically how you want to treat your beer. Um, but you also have our Pilsner, which is called Atrial Pills. It's also named after our nonprofit that we uh, raise money for other black-owned breweries in the country. Um, but the Atrial Pills is, is our flagship beer, along with the dopest hazy IPA. Yes, I said the dopest because it is the dopest. Um, it's just something that you can find year round and, and is a crowd pleaser, uh, for those that are new to craft beer and those who are connoisseurs like myself. Well, um, 
you know, Benny and, and, and Tio, it's, it's a pleasure meeting you. I'm looking forward to sitting down in your bricks and mortar uh, when you overcome those obstacles. And for folks, I hope folks will buy black for their Super Bowl beer um, fest, crownsandhops.com. Uh, as you said, they can also get it at, at BevMo or order it online. Um, I forget where you said, um, Benny, the, the best place to order online. Say it again, though. Uh, I didn't quite get you. Craft Shack, C-R-A-F-T-S-H-A-C-K.com is where you can order it. And then follow us, please, online at Crown, C-R-O-W-N-S. A and D hops on social media where we always tell you new beer releases that we have coming out events. Um, as we do have an amazing limited release called black is beautiful that comes out next week. It is a four can series. It is absolutely beautiful limited edition and it'll be out next week. Okay. Solely primarily at whole foods. All right. Well, we're up against the clock here, but um, go ahead and uh, say what you're about to say to you. Oh, my, my partner nailed it. She, uh, we've been doing this for long, a long time, so we double <laughs> dutch this thing all the time. Follow, follow us at Crowns and Hops. Uh, like we, we love the likes, we love the engagement, and and we love our community. So, so welcome to the Crowns and Hops community. All right. Well, thank you very much for sharing your story and your beer, and uh, look forward to trying it. And I hope everyone will support. Uh, Godspeed. Thank you. It is the perfect opportunity to call me before these candidates step in. 800-920-1580. I'm Dominique DePrima for KBLA Talk 1580. She's reclaiming her time on KBLA Talk 1580. More First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward.